Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thank you for hanging out with me today, and I'm glad that you are here. When you have chronic illness, it isn't uncommon to have problems with electrolyte imbalances. Because of that, I've decided to do a series that talks about what they are, how the body uses them, and things that we can do to manage our electrolytes. For the next seven weeks, I will make a post on Wednesdays about one of the electrolytes. Electrolytes are chemicals that conduct electricity when dissolved in water. Everyone needs electrolytes to survive. Many autonomic processes in the body rely on a small electric current to function, and electrolytes provide discharge. Electrolytes interact with each other and the cells in the tissues, nerves, and muscles. A balance of different electrolytes is crucial for the body to function. They regulate nerve and muscle function, hydrate the body, balance blood acidity and blood pressure, and help rebuild damaged tissues. The electrolytes in human bodies include sodium, potassium, calcium, bicarbonate, magnesium, chloride, and phosphate. Some of these electrolytes get more attention than others because they are more likely to become imbalanced. However, I plan to talk about each of them during the course of this series. The levels of electrolytes in the blood can become too high or too low, leading to an imbalance. There are a lot of things that can cause electrolyte imbalance, and many of them are common in the world of chronic illnesses. Having a poor diet is the most common reason for electrolyte deficiencies, but this can also happen when the gut is impaired and unable to properly absorb nutrients. Prolonged periods of vomiting or diarrhea is another common cause. And medications such as steroids, diuretics, laxative, and others can cause electrolyte balances as well. So generally speaking, it is unlikely that you will get too much of an electrolyte, except for sodium, from your diet. If you're taking supplements, it becomes much easier for you to get too much. So it's important that you make sure that your doctor is on board with your electrolyte management plan. Monitoring of your electrolytes with regular lab work is key to knowing how your plan is affecting your body. If your body is in active imbalance, then lab work should be done regularly. And this can be as often as daily if the imbalance is severe, but that would also likely require the person to be in the hospital. However, once your electrolytes stabilize and you find a plan that's working for you, the lab work can be less frequent. Prevention is way better than a cure. Thus, making sure that you're eating a well-rounded diet and getting enough electrolytes is really important. So it's worth knowing how much of each electrolyte is in type of food or drink. And the Department of Agriculture Trusted Source has a searchable database of nutritional contents that you can use to look up different foods and drinks. And I'll include a link in the description of this podcast. Um, recommended intakes of some of the most common electrolytes are as follows. Uh, sodium, it's recommended for 1,500 milligrams, but if you are over 50, they recommend 1,300 milligrams, and if you are over 70, 1,200 milligrams. Potassium is 4,700 milligrams. Calcium, 1,000 milligrams. And if you're over 50, you should be getting 1,200 milligrams. 
Magnesium is 230 for men and 420 for women. Chloride is 2,300. But if you're over 52,000 and if you're over 70, 1,800. And some things to keep in mind is that um, various medical conditions can change the amount of electrolytes that you need to consume every day. Um, also, having a moderate amount of a sports drink during or after any kind of exertion or exercise can help limit the effects of a losing electrolytes through sweat. Uh, the World Health Organization has approved a solution for oral, oral rehydration therapy that contains 2.6 grams of sodium chloride, 1.5 grams of potassium chloride, 2.9 grams of sodium citrate, 13.5 grams of glucose. And these are all dissolved in a liter of water that you can then drink. And this is basically how you can make a sports drink at home. So I hope you join me on Wednesdays while I continue to discuss all the different electrolytes that our bodies need.